How did Marcia and Pat meet? I don't remember. She just well, showed up. She turned up, that's all. Yeah. yeah. Just... Did Pat date a lot before mm-hmm. Marcia? No, no, he didn't. He what? He didn't date a lot, Pat. Pat went out with the girl who showed And I don't know where he picked that one up. When someone goes missing, suspicion often turns to the spouse. And in the case of Marcia Nolan, suspicion turned to her husband, Pat. So who was Patrick Nolan? What do we know about him? We asked his sister, Jerry, and his best friend, Rich, to share some memories of Pat. Was he a troublemaker at school? No, he wasn't a troublemaker. No, we always get in trouble. Um, I don't know if he, he made it. He was drunk enough. One, pipe, one time he was so drunk that they made barge repair instance and they across the bridge. And I went to pick him up. I don't know why, but he was getting off work. And as I drove into the parking lot, so I drove in the parking lot, there was a guy there that said something to me. I don't even know what he said. He said something bad to me. And I was going to go up, turn around, come back and see what this guy said. Because it was something derogatory, you know, like he was yelling it. Yeah. By the time I turned around and came back, him and Pat beat the hell out of him. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just the way he was. Yeah. I gave him hell, you know. He said it to me. Didn't say it to you, but he was that way. He took all the fun away. listening to the Family Mysteries Podcast, uncovering long-lost stories and bringing them to life, featuring original music by Johnny Thomas. This is your host, Bryce Amber. Join me as I try to uncover the truth in the mysteries in our own families. Episode 3, Murphy's Law. In this episode, we get to know Patrick Nolan and his relationship with his wife, Marsha. So tell me about Patrick. We used to go out all the time, dance club, um, dancing, even when we were married. <laughs> that reminds me of the story. Don't <laughs> yeah. you, Ed? Yeah. When you and Pat was in the car, they had two girls in there, and, and Rich and Pat. One do. We had a, we had a bunch of girls. And, no, you had a, there were two girls in there. <laughs> we had a bunch and of girls. And then they they bumped somebody in. No, we didn't. Somebody came over. Somebody came over and bumped the car, and then who looks in the mirror? I mean, the window. The gal. Her son-in-law. Some gal running at us. Betty. Yes, Betty. Marsha's mother, Patrick's mother-in-law, was a first responder on the scene. Yeah, we did have a bunch of girls in there. They had us in I the, can't see where you had a police. bunch of girls. <laughs> <laughs> the police came up. And the car only fit four. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me tell my version. You can tell her. Well, yeah, okay. But it's like anyway, that. Anyway, 
Bush is part of the team of Benny at Ashton. And um, she said, anybody hurt in there? Stuck her yeah. in Yeah. And seen the girl sitting on Pat's lap. <laughs> and was this while Marsha was still alive? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lordy. I don't know whether we, they were married at the time or not. But... That's fun. She looks in the car and sees her son-in-law with girls on his lap. But the police come up and ask the gal who hit the car. T-boned us, actually. Didn't you see that stop sign? She said, I stopped. So well, you're supposed to stop and wait till the traffic passes. You're not supposed to stop and go. <laughs> I remember the policeman talking to the gal about that. He was always kind of around trouble. Things just, just happened. Get... He would make his own trouble. Yeah. I'll, I'll introduce you to Pat. Yeah? Yeah. My son. Oh, really? John? Johnny. John. Yeah. John. He's Pat. Oh. And strictly Nolan. No, I did DNA on all my kids, so. <laughs> and I didn't. I would have swore he was alive. But he's Pat. One, if one wasn't getting into trouble, the other one was. There was never a dull moment. I was just thinking, John accused me of being Pat Murder and Marsha. Hold up. Did Rich just say his own son accused him of murder? John accused me of... Me and Pat murder and Marsha. John accused you. Of, My son. Well, when did he do? When did he do that? Just the other day. Oh, just the, the other, other day. day. I thought that well, was funny too. Well, he was talking. But when, anyway, if 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 I was a murderer and a bank robber, I probably would have been involved in something like that. So maybe that helps explain why Johnny was not invited to speak with us. Well, I know, you know, I know Pat, and he was broken up mm-hmm. by Marsha. No, I think he really loved her. And um, the Newport police believed he killed her, told him in a lot of times, just just to talk to him. You know, with hmm. Marsha. Was, was, now, you mentioned at one point that the Wilhelmies offered him some money. Did you Did you mention that? Did you tell me that they tried to buy him off at one point, the Wilhelmies, Pat? to declare her dead or to divorce her or something? I don't remember her saying that. that. Okay. So I I wouldn't wouldn't disregard it because they had money and they would do that. And and what was their... Yeah, they didn't like Pat? They didn't like Pat at all. Did they not like him because of different backgrounds? Yeah. Okay. Catholic and... and, Well, uh, he, he, he was not... He was not a worker. He had many jobs. Main job was taxi, taxi cab. cab driver. He would always fall back on a taxi cab driver. He liked to drink. Oh, yeah. He liked to drink. He liked to hang when out he with drank, his... When he drank beer, he was okay. He was big. He life for the party. So when Marsha disappeared, what was his thinking as far as Sharon? Was he thinking that he wanted custody of his daughter? No, he couldn't get custody. Because of the police department? They, no, because oh. of the Wilhelm. You see, wouldn't let him... Well, I just want to let him, that's for one thing. 
Yeah. So he tried to get custody? No. I don't know if oh. he just but gave he just, up because he just he, knew that he, he couldn't against he, them. He, he, yeah, well, well, he was not more so concerned much about Marsha. He was yeah, more concerned about Marsha. He was more concerned about Marsha than the baby at the time. Yeah, and baby. Okay. And the baby. So I guess Betty and Helen raised your mom. Well, Betty didn't have much to do with raising my mom. Um, Helen, all Helen took her in, place. legally adopted her, and my mom always called Helen mom. So Pat was concerned, just torn apart, looking for Marsha. At what point do you think he finally gave up? I don't think I don't, he really gave I, up. I don't think he ever gave up. I don't think he ever gave up. I noticed that it, that he took until about 1959, so like seven or eight years later, to file for divorce. Mm-hmm. There was an official filing yeah, in 1959. Yeah, official filing, yeah. Now, did he just wait that long because he was maybe getting ready I to get married? I think it was nine years. You had to wait before you could declare a divorce with somebody missing. Now, he got married again. Yeah, he got married to... Um, he married Carol. Yeah, he married Carol. Caroline. Carol. 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 Now, when did he marry Carol? And they had daughters, didn't they? Yeah, they had uh, Pam and Patty. Okay. Mm-hmm. The two daughters. Were you ever close to Carol and yeah, your nieces? Yeah, we were really close. Do you still see the well, daughters? Seen, no. When did we see Carol? We seen Carol last time we went back east. No, we didn't, hon. We haven't been back to Kentucky for years. You don't remember no, because I know it's been years and years ago. You don't Ish. remember seeing Carol. Hmm? You don't remember seeing Carol. She no. has a hard time with short-time memory. Long time, she's great. No, home, but Short-term, don't. no good. Is Carol still alive? I don't even know Carol? that. Carol? Yeah, you called her on her phone there not too long ago. Oh, Rich. Do you know where she's living? She's in Kentucky somewhere. She's in Kentucky, yeah. not Ohio. Probably Newport. Do you know what her maiden name was? Do you remember what her name used to be no. before she became a Nolan? She was probably still going on the same name, Carol Nolan, Newport. And Pat died when he was in 1985, is that right? And now how did he die? He had TB. He spent a time in the hot TB hospital. But he was, well, he was a drunk. Mm-hmm. But he was a good drunk, generally. Something going to happen, it always happened to Pat. He went into this Islerman's store in Covington, Kentucky. That's where we lived. And he went in there and he uh, bought a suit and a new pair of shoes. They were all going to meet and have a big date, you know, and everything. And it started raining real hard. He didn't get no sooner down the block. And his shoes fell apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that, was that was a lot of that. That was <laughs> You know. Well, oh, oh, anything, yeah. anything like that, though, generally he caused himself. You know. <laughs> well, he didn't because know the shoes were going to fall apart. He, uh, he called me one night to come and get him. Oh, yeah, this is good. And I said, well, yeah, and he says he's out in uh, Ohio. Mary Ingalls Highway. I said, okay, where's that? <laughs> he tells me. I went out to get him, and he was in the car. His was a convertible, yeah. Ford, 48 Ford, I think. 
46, 47. And he, I, he was in the water. The water what? The Ohio River had came up. And in a dip, there was a dip in the, in the road. And he could, thought he could make it across. And well, he did, he got to the middle of it. And he was sitting on the back of the top of the car. He was free from getting wet. And I drove the, my car out to him. Mm-hmm. And the bumper went under his bumper and locked. And I was able to back up and pull that off the car <laughs> right out of the water. Wow. Of course, it was wet. It wouldn't start. But I mean, most of any even the lot of things like that, most of them he occurred. I mean, he did all of himself. I asked Rich and Jerry about Patrick's relationship with Marsha, and they said that it was very volatile. She could do that. She could have those moods, you know. We call it bipolar now, but back then she just had those moods. Like I say, when they when they argued, they argued big time, and she could knock the hell out of him. She could knock him out if she wanted to. So here we have a picture of a young man, not a very stable young man, likes to drink a lot gets married to the wild young woman who is carrying his baby. They have a volatile relationship and she goes missing. His friends say he's looking everywhere for her, but he doesn't even try to take custody of his daughter. Maybe the Wilhelmies had too much power. He didn't think he could go up against that, but ultimately this is his daughter and his wife, the mother of his daughter is missing. And as we heard before, if she had money and he knew that, that could provide motive. So I think the police were right in looking at him as a suspect. So although I think it's doubtful that Patrick could have murdered Marsha without leaving any trace and gotten away with it, his name is not cleared yet. Did Patrick Nolan kill his wife? Was it done in a fit of jealousy or under the influence of alcohol? Did he know that Marcia was going to meet someone? Was it a fit of rage? Patrick Nolan is the lead suspect in the disappearance of Marcia Nolan. Was he involved or was this just another case of Patrick being in the wrong place at the wrong time? Next time on the Family Mysteries Podcast. She was a doper anyway. She was what? A doper. Oh, really? What's that? Like doper. A, oh, like a dr- Addicted dope. Oh. You didn't know that? No. You didn't know that? No. I think you... Yeah. I think she was... We don't have any proof to say We don't that. have any proof. Oh, yeah, seriously. We learned some shocking new information about Marsha's life. This has been episode three of the Family Mysteries Podcast. Thank you for listening.